0: Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app today and get a bonus
1: up to $100 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. It's time for Takeaways with me, Heidi Fang. Welcome, everybody, to the Takeaways Edition of the Vegas Nation Podcast. It's your host here, Heidi Fang, and joining me to break down some of the details in the Raiders' contract will be our own sports columnist, Ed Graney. I'm also going to play some of what Derek Carr had to say on his contract extension here at Raiders headquarters that's where I am right now and I also have an interview coming with Tiffany McNiff who is the director of the Raiderettes and she's going to tell you all about how you can audition for the Raiderettes so if you know somebody that wants to get out there and wear silver and black and be on the sidelines and cheer on their favorite team you'll get all the details here on the takeaways podcast. But first, don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you are listening. And we are also brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download the mobile app today and get a bonus of up to $100 when you sign up. But first, let's bring in Ed Graney. He's going to break down here the details of Derek Carr's three-year extension with the Raiders. Ed, how are you doing today?
0: Good, Heidi. How are you?
1: All right. Uh, Derek Carr has a new contract extension, three years, 121 and a half million dollars with the Raiders. Uh, You wrote about it in reviewjournal.com. It'll be in print also. And the details of your column break down the money and tell us that it's actually more of a very team-friendly deal. It's a sweet spot for them. Why is that, Ed?
0: Well, because they can move on from him after one year and not owe him any money because he was set to make about 21 million this year. They only added on three and a half of guaranteed, which means that's his guarantees up to 25 million. There's a seven and a half million signing bonus. We're not really sure how that's going to play out over the years, but they really guaranteed him nothing. Uh, He was already making 21. Now he's going to make 25 this year. And if things don't go as well as planned on the field, let's say they have a losing season. He doesn't perform well. They can move on and owe him nothing. They have all the leverage. So it's a great deal for the team. Now, if he plays really well and they go to the playoffs and everything's great, then he's going to make a lot of money. They'll pick up his option three days after the Super Bowl next year. He'll make thirty-three million and they'll add seven point five million of his twenty twenty-four um, salary on that, which would bring him up to forty million. Look, if they go to the Super Bowl, he's underpaid at that. You know, so there's a big jump here on what he could be paid and what he couldn't be paid, and it's all coming down Derek Carr is betting on himself with this contract. He's betting on himself that with the talent around him, he can now win big and if he doesn't, they can move on from him.
1: Do you think that if this goes the other way where they do move on from him, that Carr will stick true to what he said and just go, you know, out in golf and not play football professionally anymore? Is this it for him? It's Raiders or bust?
0: I'm not so sure. You know, he has other interests. Obviously, his mission, mission uh and and you know, his work with the church and, you know, as a preacher and, uh, you know, um, but look, he was at the press conference today with four kids, uh, and a family and a wife. So if whatever the reason they moved on from him, another team stepped in with millions of dollars, that's really hard to turn down when you have a family, no matter how much you've made. Right. So you can say that now, but you can say it because you can't prove it because you don't know what's going to happen. Look, I think everyone involved with this deal, the Raiders, the car, want him to play well and want him to earn the 121 million, because if he does that, They're going deep into the playoffs, perhaps to a Super Bowl, and he earns his money, but this is on him. The onus is now on him. And, you know, I think people are going to be surprised. He signed this deal, but he really wanted to be here. And he's betting, like I said, he's betting on himself. He's really auditioning in his ninth year. He's auditioning for himself to be the guy here for three or four more years.
1: Well, as we heard from Derek Carr today, he spoke all about this contract, what it means to him to wear the silver and black. So let's hear now from Derek Carr.
2: I've only wanted to be a Raider and I told my agent, I said, I'm either going to be a Raider or I'm going to be playing golf. Like, I don't want to play anywhere else. You know, this, that's how much this place means to me. And I don't, I know I don't get really fired up talking about it or anything like that, but I hope people can hear my heart on that, that I was dead serious when I meant that. And so, you know, I had one year left on my contract. If, if it was one year, it was going to be one year, you know, Um, you know, thankfully, thankfully it'll be four more, you know, and um, you know, I can, well, hopefully we can you know, build on that and I can finish and just you know, do what I set out to do you know, nine years ago, you know, and that is to win a championship. But that doesn't happen unless you, know, you put a lot of work in, and we have a long way to go before that can happen.
0: How different, similar did the negotiations go that you thought it would go? Because everyone's like, two or three years ago, why isn't it done? Why isn't it done? Like, how how did it go? Because you're seeing that from the outside, but you knew what was happening internally.
2: Yeah, I, I thought the whole time it was always trending the right direction. You know, um, you know, for, for me, you know, everyone looks at like certain numbers and they're going to say, oh, well, you know, they're not going to get the whole picture of how it's structured and how we did things so that I'm, you know, you know, Tim, my agent, myself, and the team—we made sure, you know, guys like Chandler, guys like Devonte, guys like, hopefully, Hunter and Foster—and those guys can stay here. You know, the way we structured it. You know, I—I I went through a heartbreak already last time I signed my contract. My best friend left. You know what I mean? Um, and I didn't want that to ever happen again. And so, this was an opportunity for me to prove to the team, um, to the organization, uh, to our fans that the way we're going to structure this is so that we can keep, you know, everybody together and really, really have real continuity, really have something to build on, you know? And so for me, it was like, how do we do that? You know, you know, usually in these negotiations, how much money can we get? And then there, how much can we save, you know? And for this was just different, you know? And, uh, so there was some, there was a learning curve about it. Like how do we make that happen to where I feel good and to where, the team feels great, like, man, we can still build a championship team around you. And so that was what was important to us. And hopefully, you know, this contract proves that. You just said a minute ago, um, you had one year left. And if that was what you were playing on, that's what you were playing on. You were, you were willing to play on the one-year deal? Because a lot of people from the outside would have said that's crazy for you to put that kind of risk out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, my, I, told, I talked to my agent. Like, you know, I said, look, at the end of the day, I want to be a Raider. Um, and. I am crazy enough to go out there on one year, and especially with the guys that are going to be around me, I said, I'll I'll take that chance, you know, um, you know and see, see what happens. But, um, you know, I think, for me, I, I am a little bit different, you know, in the way that I think and the way that I view this business. And I know not a lot of people view it the same way I do. I mean, you see guys wanting to get out and leave places all the time because it's too hard or it's not the right situation and all that kind of stuff, and more power to them. But, uh, you know, I just there's something about this place where I was just like I'll do whatever it takes just to be here. And so, you know, for me if it was one year, yeah, I mean, sucks, you know, it's not what the plan was from from the team or from me, but I will do it, you know. Um, you know, but they made it clear all along that this was a priority. So, I didn't really ever feel like the pressure that that was going to happen. Well, how early on in the process did they make that clear to you like did they come in and kind of evaluate things or like was it day one like, hey, you're a guy, we're we're gonna commit at some point? You know, I don't ever wanna talk for somebody else. Um, but I'll say it was it was very clear to me how they how they felt about me day one. And um, you know, I again I don't ever wanna speak for Dave or speak for Josh. Um, but it was uh I knew I was gonna be a raider. You know, I was just hoping that it'd be for longer than what my contract was at that moment. <laughs>
1: What kind of mantras have you taken away from the new coaches so far in your early meetings with them? And what has it meant to see about, I heard 98% of the roster came in and showed up uh, for the voluntary uh, phase one. What did that mean to see that much for the team come together for this?
2: Yeah, it showed, hopefully it shows like, um, even with guys like with contract stuff, like hopefully it showed like, yeah, that's business, but, our our main objective in our heart is to win. And we know to win, you have to put the work in together. And so our team showed up, you know, and it was really cool to see um, the some of the things that Coach, I mean, it is very evident. We are going to compete, and the only thing that matters is winning. Like, that's it. We're going to compete, and the only thing that matters in that drill is who won the drill. And so, um, to me, that's exciting. You know, that's, um, you know, that's how you get better as a team, is you put your best against your best, you compete, everyone has an opportunity to show themselves and and try and make this football team from here until cut day, you know, and uh, hopefully you take the best, you know, 53 into the season and make a run, you know, and so for us, we're going to compete as hard as we can, try and win every single drill against each other, um, you know, and uh, it's going to be hard, you know, uh, to do, but that's the mindset that they're bringing in. Is we're going to compete literally at everything that we do, and the only thing that matters at the end of the day is who won that, and we'll coach off of that. And so, uh, I'm excited. That's what. That's how my mindset's always been. So for them to come in and say the things, I'm writing things down. I'm like, like I as I'm writing it, I'm not just writing it because coach is saying it, but I believe in it. You know, so it, it's it's exciting. But again, I just try and temper it because you know there's so much. We have to learn there's so much offense and so much defense and special teams in the kicking game. We have to learn that right now it doesn't even matter what we want to think about in the future unless we take care of business tomorrow.
1: That was Derek Carr again on being in silver and black through 2025. His contract extension again, a three-year, $121.5 million extension. Carr will get $25 million in 2022, $33 million in 2023. He got $7.5 million to sign. Now, all of these details are coming from Albert Breer at the NFL Network. In 2024, he gets... 42 million, which totals out at 100 million. Now, the 33 million for 2023 and 7.5 million of his 2024 money totals up to 40.5 million. After next year's Super Bowl, three days after to be exact, that money will become fully guaranteed. So, right there, we're going to take a quick break. When I come back, we're going to hear from Tiffany McNiff, the Raider Ed's director. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. We are with uh, Tiffany McNiff right now, the Raider at Director. Tiffany, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today.
3: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you because the Raiderette auditions are coming up. And as we know, this is going to be a big deal for Las Vegas. Uh, anybody that wants to get involved, they have now an extended deadline to do so that happening on Thursday, April 14th. So if somebody wants to come through, what steps do they need to take to be able to just uh, be able to get into the audition process?
3: Sure. Our audition process is an open call. So anyone is welcome to register online at Raiders.com slash Raiderettes. And you just sign up, you will be sent the choreography on the 14th, where you'll learn a quick 40 second dance. And then on Saturday, you will perform the dance that you learned on Thursday in groups of three. Oh, wow. So, okay. I had a
1: friend that was formerly a Raiderette and she told me that then You know, I don't think they ever got a preview before of the dance. This is, of course, back, I think, in the 90s that she was doing this. But um, so this is new that they kind of get a preview of the choreography.
3: So every year is different. And due to the large number of applicants that we have, we think it's the best way that we could do this is just send out the choreography beforehand. So everyone comes in as confident as they possibly can be. And then the nerves won't take over and they'll just have the opportunity to dance and showcase their own talent
1: as somebody that's gone through this that is now the director what was your experience in uh, being front and center as a at?
3: well my experience being a at was the opportunity of a lifetime for me I had the time of my life I made the best friends that I currently still have and relationships that have lasted a lifetime. Um, I've had the opportunity to travel overseas and perform for our troops. So it was truly a life-changing experience. And now I'm sitting here today. So I'm so blessed and humbled to have this opportunity.
1: And the girls also get that opportunity going out to like the Pro Bowl I saw this year here in Vegas, Allegiant Stadium. And there was one representative out there. So as somebody that's somewhat of an ambassador what does that mean to you as, uh, you know, or, or to these ladies to be able to be that ambassador for the Raiders?
3: Well, the Raiders organization is one of the best organizations in the world to work for. So it's just incredible. And they take really great care of us. We have world-class facilities. We have a state-of-the-art studio and just We're so lucky to have the resources that we do and an organization that fully supports us. And we've been an institution for 60 years. We've been the Raiderettes. So we're so lucky that our organization has had cheerleaders for such a long time and supported our sisterhood and uh, tradition and legacy for this long
1: I actually got the opportunity to go through Allegiant and I saw how like the older uniforms were and how everything kind of developed over the course of history. When you look at that, what does that mean to you to see the history of this that I mean since 1961 there have been raiderettes.
3: <laughs> oh, it's a, it's amazing. Everyone says it's a sisterhood and it truly is. Being a part of the team was life-changing for me. I met my best friend there. I'm her son's godmother, she's my daughter's godmother and you know, it's just a, it's just a big family atmosphere. So to be a part of something that's so much bigger than yourself and, you know, the opportunity to represent such a world-class organization is just truly humbling and there's nothing like it. What
1: was one of your favorite experiences that you had as a Raider, whether it was being on, on the field doing some sort of routine or whether it was when you assumed the role of director?
3: Oh my gosh. I think there's too many to put my finger on one. I think um, the top three, the first one would be making the team. I auditioned my first season and I didn't make it and it motivated me to work even harder and I took a year to really train and hone in on my skills and the areas I could improve on and the next year I came back stronger than ever and made the team and was able to then be a captain and a co-captain. Uh, the next thing I would say would be the opportunity to travel to the Middle East. I did a tour and we we performed all over Iraq and that was in 2009 and just to be there to support our troops and see the sacrifices they were making for us and for our country was probably the most humbling experience I've ever had in my entire life that's something I'm going to cherish for the rest of my life and I'm just so grateful for their sacrifices and then last is the moment I was announced as the director that was one of the most full circle moments for me Um, I'm just truly honored to have this opportunity. I worked, you know, for 13 years in collegiate dance and the Raiders were the first team that took a chance on me and to, you know, be somebody who started with the organization at 20 years old and be here, you know, many decades later in this role is just, uh, a dream come true as someone with 25
1: plus years experience and dance, uh, What does it take for you to kind of keep the choreography fresh from year to year?
3: (laughs) I would say it takes a lot of practice. It takes, um, me continuing my dance education and taking class and obviously pulling from the resources i have of great choreographers not just myself but many others and utilizing the talent on my team there's so many talented dancers on our team that have contributed in so many ways and choreography was one of them and when it came more to hip-hop routines i was a ballet dancer and a jazz dancer but when it came more to hip-hop routines i would lean heavily on the team last year and I give them an opportunity to showcase their talent. So just not being afraid to tap into the resources and, you know, utilizing others when that's not necessarily your biggest strength.
1: How tight in are you when you're on the field and you're watching the games?
3: Like, (laughs) are you on
1: the edge of your seat as much as any other fan (laughs) in the building?
3: Yes. I think I'm crazier than any other fan in the building, but, um, Especially when we clinched playoffs, I got the pictures back and I was in a full squat with my hands and fists clenching. And you just saw this look of terror when someone made a touchdown and I was right by the end zone. And you just saw me in the background making like, ah, like I looked crazy, <laughs> but I'm very in in the game.
1: <laughs> you know, I wanted to ask you this because um, you've been with the organization for so long as it moved to Las Vegas. and um, Here, you know, you have the theatrics, the shows, the Cirque du Soleil, and of course the Bay Area does too, but I feel like on the strip, it's very front and center and that there's so many people in town that that is their profession is being a performer. Have you seen many applications like that come through from anybody that maybe has been involved in like these big production shows on the strip? And is that kind of up the ante for anybody coming in to audition?
3: Yeah. I mean, I think the level of talent in Vegas is incredible. It really has elevated the talent because there's so many incredible shows here in Las Vegas. And we, we have contortionists on our team. Yeah. We have people who were professional showgirls. you name it. We've, we've seen it, we have it. And just the level of talent that we're able to perform with is insane. This past season, we got to dance with little John. That was my ultimate dream come true. I got to choreograph a halftime that little John was performing live. That was just, I think the highlight of my entire season besides the first game. And, um, we just have access to so many incredible performers. So to be sharing a stage with people of that caliber is just absolutely incredible.
1: Well, let's just wrap things up here. Uh, what is the process? (laughs) We kind of went through the audition, but what's the process that somebody has to do in order to audition to become a Raiderette?
3: Sure. So the process, step one is to go online and register on Raiders.com slash Raiderettes. After that, you'll learn the choreography on Thursday and you'll come on Saturday and perform it three at a time. If you advance to our semifinals, we'll have an additional practice on Tuesday where you'll learn a whole new routine. And then there's an interview process throughout the week. And then the following Saturday is finals, where you will perform a one-minute solo of your choice. It's really an opportunity to showcase your talent, whether you're a contortionist or a gymnast or an acrobat or um, a tap dancer, ballet dancer, whatever that is, as well as the dance that you learned on Tuesday, and have a quick on-stage question. Great. So, uh, and the registration process, where do they go again? Raiders.com/slash Raiderettes.
1: Perfect. So uh, I would love to come and try this because I was a dance major, but I'm a little afraid because it's been over 20 years since I've actually done
3: anything. So (laughs) don't know if if I can even I'm going to watch, Come and yeah. watch.
1: We've <laughs> I don't even know if I can pot a beret anymore, but thank you so much for the time, <laughs> Tiffany, really appreciate it. And uh, look forward to seeing how the new crop of Raiderettes looks when they take the field to start the 2022 season. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you, and go Raiders. That'll do it for me here today on the Takeaways podcast. Make sure, again, hit subscribe wherever you're listening. Check out all that we do on VegasNation.com. For both of my guests, I want to thank them so much. Ed Graney and Tiffany McNiff. I'll be back next week.